Jaya Jaya Shri Shaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Vajanatramanandasya Jinajana Salakaya Chakshon Militanyena Tasmai Shri Guru Venamaha Vanchkapatu Vyascha Kripasindaveva Patitanam Pavanibhyo Vaishnavijo Namo Namaha So, as always, I thank you sincerely for letting me come here and speak. It's a blessing <coughs> upon me to have your good association and to be able to discuss today Nichanandakatha. It's a it's a super Sunday when we can discuss <laughs> Nichananda. It's like having a uh, a wonderful bowl of prasadam. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there'll be various garnishments we'll try to add to the to the discourse so that uh, we can advertise the blessings of uh, advanced devotional service. So, Nityananda's appearance. Generally, we would speak about uh, Lord Nityananda's um, advent, uh, his coming into uh, manifesting himself just prior to uh, Sri Chaitanya's Sankirtan movement. But we're not going to really dwell on the childhood pastimes of Nityananda today. We're going to dwell on his advent into Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Sankirtan movement. So it was a very glorious time. Nityananda appeared in uh, Radhadesh, and his parents, Hridai Pandit and Padmavati, were so attached to him that they could not take his eye, their eyes off of him at a, for a moment. If you know anything of uh, Lord Balaram Nichananda, uh, he he's a, has a cr- contrary nature. So they had some feeling that maybe he'll run away. So they just would not take their eyes off of him. They were so attached for a moment, just like we hear of the uh, uh, the residents of Braj, the cowherd boys. Krishna would disappear behind a tree, and they would be immediately the anxiety: Where is he? Where is Krishna gone? Lord Nityananda's parents were like that, and. Uh, he grew to a young age. It was a Brahmin family. And uh, they were visited by one Vaishnav Sannyasi. And they invited him into their home. And they offered him prasad. And I'm sure they heard some Krishna Katha. And as is customary, when we are visited by a renunciant, uh, we wa- offer him whatever he may want when he comes to our home. No holds barred. Whatever he wants. 
very respectful. Thank you so much. I'm a sannyasi. I'm traveling. And at this stage, it's not appropriate for me to, to cook for myself. I see you have a young boy. Uh, if he could come to me, come with me as my servant, that would be wonderful. So that would be the alms that I would request from you. You can imagine what could they do? They had to follow his direction and give me tie up. Let him leave. They'd been so attached they couldn't take their eyes off him and now he's going to leave their home. The pundit went to his wife. What can we do? And she said, whatever you decide, that's fine with me. He was up all night crying so much that the stones melted. His cries, I have to give up. In the morning, he went to the sannyasi and he said, as you desire. Nitai began to travel all over India. And he went to all the holy places of pilgrimage. And he was, he finally came to Vrindavan. And he was completely overwhelmed with Krishna praying. So much so that he, he didn't even eat. <clears throat> if someone fed him, he would be sustained, but he, he made no endeavor on his own. His nourishment was, uh, was just the mellows of Krishna consciousness. And while at Vrindavan, he heard of the manifestation of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in that Sri Chaitanya took up the propagation of his Sankirtan movement in Nadia, in Navadweep. He knew immediately the time is right. <laughs> now I must go uh, and, and see my Lord. He, he left Vrindavan and he went to uh, Navadweep and he stayed at the home of uh, Nandan Acharya. And uh, he hid away there, just waited. He knew everything would come in due course. But sure enough, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sensed the presence of Nitai in Navadweep. And uh, he told his associates, I had a dream. Some great person has come here to see us, to bless us, to give us, uh, to give us some grand benediction and uh, I first want to want to uh, share with you uh, something from Vrindavan Das Thakur's Chaitanya Bhagavat uh, the Chaitanya Bhagavat was commented on uh, by my grandfather your great grand great 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 no great great grandfather Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati, um, and he uh, he wrote a commentary. In fact, the Chaitanya Bhagavat deals more with the lila of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu 
than the underlying philosophy. Uh, the philosophy of Sri Chaitanya's advent is, uh, is more thoroughly covered in uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita uh, than in uh, Chaitanya Bhagavat. Uh, in fact, the two books change names and there's a little bit of a history there. But uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami uh, dealt with the underlying nature of, of the Siddhanta of Prem Bhakti uh, and uh, he basically set he set forth the foundation in a narrative of Lord Chaitanya's life based upon what the Goswamis had encoded in their works and he mixed that with Lord Chaitanya's Advent and his pastimes, and particularly his pastimes, his dealings with the devotees, how devotees deal with each other, and the significance of, of the Leela of the Sadika manifestation of the Supreme Lord. So it's, it's quite unique what he's, he's given us. To, to even try to dive to the depth of an understanding of Chaitanya Charitamrita is, it's an unfathomable ocean. And similarly, Rindavan Das Thakur, in giving us the, the Leela of Sri Chaitanya, it's, it's a narrative that lays out his life and shows also those loving exchanges. But the, he, he is... The philosophy, the underlying Siddhanta, is not so much emphasized there. Bhakti Siddhanta writes the following regarding, well, he writes the following in, in reference to Lord Nityananda's advent, his coming to Navadweep and staying at uh, Dandanacharya's home. Uh, the verse uh, that he writes this purport in reads, Nandana Acharya was a Mahabhagavat. He saw that the bodily effulgence of Nityananda was equal to the sun. So he writes something here that I, I just I, I thought was just fantastic. We want to, of course, enter into an understanding of Lord Nityananda. And it's often difficult. I mean, you know, we have a very, very interesting perspective in uh, in looking at the nature of the Supreme Lord according to Vedic understanding and then more specifically according to what's been presented by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his followers. It's, it's unique. It, it's, it's, it's astounding if you really think about it that uh, we accept that God is one but God is many and the many gods have many different personalities, but they're all fully a manifestation of the supreme understanding this energy, the Lord and his energies. It's, it's miraculous if you think about it. You think, here's God, and his first expansion is Balaram. This expansion is called Swamsa. And we're also an expansion. Well, that's, wow. What are we? We're Vivimansa infinitesimal little particle. Lord Balaram is, is like a duplicate. Here's Krishna, but he's not Krishna. 
He's the supreme personality of servitor Godhead. He takes care of everything Krishna needs. He provides the existence. He provides the existence whereby there is a spiritual realm. There is a material realm. He, he provides all that. Oh, and by the way, he provides his slippers, his umbrella, his clothing. There's nothing that he doesn't provide for Krishna. Whatever Krishna needs, Balaram is there in an instant in his different manifestations serving his younger brother. What kind of philosophy are we following here? It's, 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 it's incomprehensible. But here we are entering into it and entering into it at a level of, of depth that allows us to contemplate the, the possibility and the aspiration planted in our hearts by the guru that we can actually be part of that lila. We can be part of, we can enter into a relationship in the highest realm. All we have to do is not offend the devotees. Everything else, all the other material, pious, impious. Oh, it's time for an ad. I'm going into super deep lectures on Madhurya Kadambani. So they will be online. So there's my first ad. <laughs> if you want to know... <laughs> you can read about it tomorrow. <laughs> Was it the best one or not? <laughs> I'm trying to really enter deeply into this understanding of what are we going through? We go through a lot of turmoil, it seems, to enter into this devotional service. If we can keep it in proper perspective, the way Vishwanath points out in Madhurya Kadambadi, it's not a hard road, especially if we understand how significant it is to maintain a loving, serving attitude towards the guru. His blessing alone is worth heaps and heaps and heaps of siddhanta and sadhana. You don't have to understand it. The Brahmin in South India, he didn't understand, but he was blessed by the guru. So both things. Oh, I was going to read something to you about Lord Nityananda from Bhakti Siddhanta's purport. Being the foremost of such liberated souls, the Mahabhagavat, Sri Nityananda Prabhu is the origin of all pure devotees of the Lord. He is most effulgent and is the basis of spiritual illumination. The reflection of his bodily effulgence revives the constitutional position of the living entities. Those who are under his shelter can also have similar effulgence. In the material conception of life, there is an absence of spiritual effulgence until one achieves spiritual realization. He cannot be freed from the contamination of forgetting his real identity. When the spiritual effulgence that emanates from Nichananda and destroys the darkness of ignorance enters the heart of a person, it vanquishes the darkness of ignorance. Nichananda is... In Navadweep, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu senses his presence. He, uh, he relays to all his close associates, I had a dream. 
In this dream, I saw a magnificent personality on his chariot. And on his chariot, he, there was a magnificent flag of a palm tree. I sense this personality is here somewhere. So he charges uh, Haridas and Srivas. Please, you go out. You can find this personality. You are great devotees. You can certainly, you, you can certainly find him in the crowd. You have the ability. You have the discriminating power. You are so advanced in spiritual life. So they went out and they looked everywhere. Everywhere. For nine hours they looked. And they came back and, and they, were, they were not successful. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, I have a sense. I can find him. So he took all of his close associates and he went to Nandanacharya's and he, they all came in and there's Nichananda Prabhu sitting there effulgent and uh, they all offered respects to Lord Nichananda and I'm sure that it was a mutual respects back and forth. But Lord, Chaitanya, Lord Nichananda was not really manifesting his full splendor. In fact, Lord Chaitanya is like, I don't know, maybe my devotees don't get who this personality is. They may not know how wonderful and magnanimous and glorious he is. Srivas, could you chant a little verse from, a few verses from the Bhagavatam? Oops. <laughs> Srivas starts chanting from the 10th canto. Verses about Krishna, the wonderful Krishna running into the forest with the peacock feathers, blowing on his flutes, followed by all the gopas, and just explaining these verses of the Bhagavatam, explaining the glories of Lord Krishna and his transcendental relationships Lord Nichananda goes wild he falls unconscious for an extended period of time Srivast still was continuing to, to chant verses and he comes back to consciousness he starts jumping up and down he starts jumping on two legs he starts crying uncontrollably he starts shivering all over and this goes on for some times, and the devotees try to settle him down to no avail. They cannot settle Nichananda down. He has fully lost it in, in, in transcendental ecstasy. Uncontrollable. So Sri Chaitanya himself grabs hold of Nichananda Prabhu and cradles him in his lap and settles him down. You can imagine the scene. And they're both crying uncontrollably. Both Lord Nityananda and Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Just in so much ecstasy of being together again. It's been so long. We've all, we had, you know, now we're finally back together. This is a, this is a good thing. <laughs> In this way, all the devotees could begin to get some glimpse of 
who Lord Nichilunda was because they could see that this kind of affection has not been seen since Ram took Lakshman into his arms after he'd been pierced by arrows. Vrindavan Das Thakur brings this up in two or three verses, the correlation between Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nichananda and the affection that was displayed in that assembly and the, uh, the relationship between Lakshman and Ram. Off to the side, Gadadhar is simply smiling. He's smiling because here is Lord Chaitanya holding in his lap Lord Nichananda. All of a sudden, the served is become the servant. And he can only smile internally. He knows this is Lord Nichananda, and Lord Nichananda is the support of everything. And he is always serving Krishna in every capacity. This reversal was quite amazing. And something that somebody as, as deep as Gadadhar can take real pleasure in witnessing. This concept, when we look at the the topmost manifestation of the Lord's spiritual potencies. Sandini, existence, Samvit, knowledge, and Ladini, transcendental love, ecstasy, Ananda. We can get some understanding of what is Balaram Nichananda. What what is the position? So much he does. You would think he was God. I mean, he manifests the whole spiritual realm. All the Vaikuntha planets rest on his energy. He manifests the material realm. He lays down in the ocean of ingredients from which the material universe comes forth. That's Karnadakshai Vishnu. From his pores, all the universe comes forth. And he enters into each universe. And from his perspiration, he fills half the universe and lays down again. He likes to rest <laughs> when he's in the contact in, with the material energy. But in his resting, the dream is our existence. So he lies down to every single universe as Garbhodakshai Vishnu the lotus stem sprouts and up comes Brahma. Special plant. Pretty amazing. <laughs> so Brahma's coming forth and, uh, and then not only that, as Brahma manifests the universe, then as he has another planet in the universe where there's an ocean of milk, and from there, he is the super soul of every one of us, providing, watching over, caring, trying to give us good direction, but basically fulfilling our desires since time immemorial. So he not only serves the Supreme, he serves all the expansions of the Supreme. You'd think he was God, but he's not. Well, he is. <laughs> this is the position of Nichinanda Balaram. Next we will read after 
this profound display of affection that Lord Chaitanya manifests with Lord Nityananda. He explains to the devotees what is the position of my older brother. And as you see him here, Lord Nityananda, amazing verses. This is Lord Chaitanya himself speaking about Lord Nityananda to his associates after what we've just discussed transpired, after this show of affection, after Nityananda completely losing it, losing consciousness, losing control of everything. He says to Lord Nityananda, he says, I understand that you are the full power of Godhead. Only by worshiping you can a living entity attain devotional service to Krishna. You are able to purify the 14 worlds. Your confidential characteristics are inconceivable and unfathomable. Who is qualified to recognize you? For you are the personified wealth of loving devotion to Lord Krishna. If a person associates with you for even a moment... He will be delivered even if he has committed millions of sinful activities. I have understood that Krishna will deliver me because he has given me your association. Out of great fortune, I have seen your lotus feet. Just by worshiping you, I will achieve the wealth of love of Krishna. Lord Garanga was fully absorbed as he incessantly offered prayers to Nityananda. Wow. Now, after this, there's some discussion by the author about the significance of the Vaishnava community recognizing Lord Nityananda. And some great caution is given there as to the misfortune of anyone, even if they're extremely advanced in devotional service, of anyone who isn't able to recognize the importance of Sri Nityananda. It's, it's some very cautious uh, directives are given there in regards to Lord Nityananda and in regards to all Vaishnavas. The progress of anyone who blasphemes him without understanding the depth of, depth of his characteristics is obstructed even if he achieves devotional service to Vishnu. This significance of uh, Lord Nityananda it can't be underestimated. And why is that? What does he really represent? What is, what is the deep understanding here? He is the manifestation of Guru Tattva. He is that personality that comes into a, our lives in material existence and offers us the opportunity of devotional service. He plants the seed of devotional service. So he is that, he is that manifestation. He is the empowering influence of Guru Tattva. And where there is the benediction of Guru, there is all success. Lame people can climb mountains. He is our qualification. Now it's interesting, and we will try to relate uh, a little bit of the pastime of Jagai and Madai. Uh, to highlight the mercy of Guru, the Guru can 
there's no discrimination on his part. He freely is giving. And we see that uh, in Lord Nityananda. So Lord Nityananda is basically in the Leela of Shaitanya. He is coming and he is one of Lord Shaitanya's group. He becomes one of Lord Shaitanya's group. And Lord Shaitanya, he, he gives direction. So in the morning, there's some temple meeting. Lord Shaitanya's sitting there. He's the temple commander. You can imagine what a temple that was. The associates there. So he says, Hari Das, Lord Nityananda, I want you to go out throughout Navadweep, and I want you to I want you to tell everyone that they need to chant Hare Krishna. They need to engage in kirtan and they need to learn about what is Krishna. So they need to have some shiksha. So these three things tell them to chant Hare Krishna, tell them to do Hari Nam Sankirtan and tell them to to learn this philosophy. Being good sadhikas like they are, Haridas and uh, Nichinanda Prabhu, they went out into the streets and they told everybody. And the people that were gentle and kind, they took the instructions to heart and followed. Not everyone could, could see the benefit. Some people even thought that they were I think they're spies for the dicots. They simply want to walk into our homes and spec out everything so that the, they can, we can be robbed later on. If they come back to our house, we're going to call the constable. Just two imposter sannyasis coming because of that Shaitanya Mahaprabhu. They're part of that group. We should be wary of them. Of course, in the village, these things go on. People have their opinions. They have their points of view. Sometimes those points of view are not very well founded. In traveling throughout the village and following Sri Chaitanya's directives, uh, they saw Jagai and Madai. Wow, what a pathetic scene that was. <laughs> I mean, Jagai and Madai were so intoxicated, they were completely unconscious laying on the road. Nitai and Haridas said to ask the people around him, who is this? Oh, that's Jagai and Mada. You stay away from those guys. Let me tell you, everybody stays away from those guys. I mean, they are the... They came from a good Brahmin family. They, had, they came from good stock. In fact, generations back, it was a good Brahmin family. Well, they came and they got into bad association and uh, now all they do is drink wine and eat beef. And, well... I hate to say this because of their parents who are good Brahmins. There's not a sinful activity these guys have not done. They have done it all. You can't imagine. There's nothing sinful that they have not engaged in. And one interesting verse here. One very interesting verse. There's nothing sinful that they have not engaged in. But Vrindavan Das, that course, says, but they never committed a Vaishnav Aparad. Nityananda's like, okay, if, if we pull this off, we will really glorify Lord Chaitanya's Sankirtan movement. I mean, this will be the icing on the cake. I mean, let's make them devotees. Haridasa's like, you sure about that? 
I mean, everybody said if we go over there and disturb them, we would probably not even be able to keep our lives. Well, sure enough, Nityananda won the argument, and they went over and were Nityananda. Uh, Hare Krishna, <laughs> you should chant Hare Krishna. You should engage in Krishna Kirtan. You should learn about Krishna. Jagan Mata woke from their stupor. Oh my God. Who are you to bother? Don't bother. They, they rose up and they started to chase Lord Nichananda and Hari Dastakur throughout the village. Now these were big men. They were fat actually, well overweight. And it was amazing that they could even run that fast. <laughs> but somehow they could run that fast and they were chasing Nichananda and Haridas Thakur all over the village. But they were drunk, falling over drunk. And after a while, you know, they were, Nichananda and Haridas would hide here and there. And... Uh, and they were so drunk they forgot what they were doing. <laughs> Why are we here in this part of the village? How did we get here? I don't know. Then they started fighting with each other, which was sometimes their custom. They'd curse each other and pull on each other's hair, or they would embrace each other. One minute they'd be doing one, and the next minute they'd be doing the other. Such is the way of uh, the mind filled with wine. Uh, <laughs> Haridas and Nityananda returned to camp and reported the whole incident. And upon hearing of the sinful life of Jagai and Madai, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, I should get my Shiva Sanchakra. They should just be killed. That's the best course. And Lord Nityananda said, Well, no, that's really not the reason for your advent. Um, and uh, better that uh, better we cut them some slack. I'd actually be nice if you made them devotees. Lord Chaitanya thought and said, "Well, you've already had that intent, and because you've had that intent, it is a fact they will become devotees just because you desired it. How important is the intent of the guru? Huh? Just because you desired it." Amazingly enough, every night there was the kirtan of Shaitanya and his associates, and somehow these two fellows uh, in the evening would uh, set up a camp near Lord Shaitanya's place of kirtan, and they would hear the kirtan. They would mimic the kirtan and get drunk. So they were drinking and chanting. little wine, a little Hare, <laughs> Hare Krishna. A little more wine, a little more Hare Krishna. Uh, after some time... Uh, the narration goes that uh, Nichinanda uh, approached them and uh, he approached them and, and, and said, oh, I see you're chanting. And, you know, it's, it's very nice. And they're like, who, who, who are you? And they took the clay pot and threw it and, and it smashed on his head. And it actually cut Lord Nichinanda. 
The devotees that were there with him, they immediately went back to Sri Chaitanya and reported the incident. By the time Sri Chaitanya arrived on the scene, Lord Nityananda was covered in blood. His head had bled so much. He was fully covered in blood. And Lord Chaitanya became furious. And he called his Sudarshan Shakti. And at that time, Lord Nityananda said, no, 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 no. Well, you know, actually what happened was Jagai, Madai, had thrown the pot and he wanted to attack again. And Jagai stopped him. He said, no, no, you can't do this. This is a sadhu, saintly person. So somehow he came to Lord Nichinan's defense. When Lord Chaitanya arrived and he wanted to kill both of them, then Nitai brought this out. No, no, no. Oh, no, he, he came to my defense. He tried to help. Okay, well, we'll kill Madai. Well, wait, wait, you're going to show him mercy and not me? Hey, we've been running around together our whole lives. There's not a sinful activity the two of us together have not done. Why are you discriminating? Come on. We drink wine. We rape women. We kill cows and eat them. We are the sinner and the sinnest. And you're going to let me off the hook? Let, let Jagai off the hook? And, and you're going to punish me? This just doesn't seem right. Lord Chaitanya put the whole thing to Lord Nityananda. What do you want? He says, oh, okay. So, of course, when, when, they, when he was put in that position, and Madai picked out, up on what was gone, he immediately grabbed hold of Lord Nityananda's feet said, please, please, that's a, that's a sharp weapon coming my way. Can you protect me? He was protected by Lord Nityananda, and all the, all the mercy was also extended to him. How much mercy? We mentioned earlier that it was brought out in the text that what? There's not a sinful activity these two fallen Brahmins hadn't done, except what? And what did they do to Lord Nityananda to hit him on the head with a pot and cause him to bleed so much he was covered in blood? Could you get any more serious than that when it comes to Vaishnava Aparad? How deep is the mercy of Lord Nityananda? Inconceivable in that depth. Patita Pavana. He brought out that aspect of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. How much mercy is that? So that is our disciplic succession. That is the chain of spiritual masters who are coming to deliver us from this place. That much mercy is there in them. So much so that when Prabhupada, and you notice that Lord Chaitanya sent Nitai and Haridas out to those places that he himself as a Brahmin was not willing to go. He sent them there. Somehow or other, my spiritual master, he came here and he offered this same mercy, so much so that he was recognized as being empowered personally by Lord Nityananda that he was given that empowerment to what? 
to indiscriminately save the most fallen. This is our heritage. This is the future of our spiritual prospect. It lies in this kind of benediction. So I'll close with an understanding of how significant is an understanding of this Leelas of Sri Nityananda. Anyone who hears about the arrival of Nityananda in Navadweep will certainly receive the wealth of love of God. Bhaktisiddhanta say, says, those who hear the topics of Lord Nityananda's auspicious arrival in Navadweep become conversant with his distribution of love of Godhead or Krishna praying and achieve love of Krishna. So please take that with you. It will serve you in your devotional lives. Thank you. Thank you. Any questions? I just wonder how it is that Radha and Radha didn't commit Vaishnava Bhaprabhad when they were living in Navandweep and they were pilfering, yeah, the gold devotees and, and that they were murdering and they were raping and they were, how, how it was possible that they weren't... Well, it wasn't all Vaishnavas because we, we hear in the narration of how when... Nichananda and Haridas went out, they were confronted with different mentalities. And some of those mentalities certain were, certainly were not those of Vaishnavas. Mm -hmm. So it was a diverse community. There were certainly many, many Vaishnavas there. And I'm sure by the uh, end of Sri Chaitanya's uh, uh, Majalila that uh, he had converted the whole place. But uh, at the beginning, I'm sure there was some diversity. Yeah, they had white collars or something. Mm-hmm. Still, it just seems unfathomable how they couldn't have, you know, <laughs> offended some Vaishnava women. Such is the nature of transcendental lila. It's yeah. incomprehensible yeah. for us. What, where does Vishnu stand with uh, Nityananda? Is it, uh, is it the same? Vishnu is manifested from Nityananda's energy. Oh, okay. So Nityananda is, uh, is the source of uh, the, very, the Vishnus. Mm -hmm which are called the Purusha avatars, mm -hmm. who manifest the material world. And in the, he also manifests the spiritual world, but not in, a, in that capacity as mm -hmm. a, a Purusha avatar, as we read about how Vishnu manifests all the universes from his pores. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're subordinate to him. They're uh, portions of the portions of the portion. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Thank you for your association. Yes, ma'am. Lord Nityananda is manifest through through this Guru Parampara. So if we're if we can take make it our life's mission to please our Diksha and Shiksha Gurus, then certainly all success will come. Because he is that that principle of Guru Tattva. So we have to learn properly what is Guru Tattva, we have to take shelter where we're enthused, and we have to serve serve. And hopefully we can find some way we can give him some pleasure. So that's that's very significant.
please the guru, the path becomes very simple, very easy. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Thank you.